The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Welcome in to All Sports Talk for this Thursday. Tim Tackett in for Monty Hale today. We've got a nice show for you. We've got uh, Chris Eats from Tennessee Prep Weekly to talk some high school football. Uh, he does a great job with that. And then Matthew Gillespie has been a friend of our show for years and years and years. Uh, a good old Murfreesboro guy with TWSAA to talk about what's taking place in fall and what's taking, coming up as far as football playoffs are concerned and just various kinds of things with that. Uh, just kind of review things tomorrow night on WGNS Radio. Oakland-Riverdale contest will take place. Uh, the winner of that one is going to be the Region 5, excuse me, Region 3, 6A uh, champion. The, the other team will make, certainly be in the playoffs as well. Uh, both teams with a great shot and good re- good records, and uh, probably the, the the more a few more people looking at the, the, the Riverdale has got a real shot to maybe win this football game, and we'll just have to see if that happens. It's been a while since Oakland's lost for sure. Uh, Lady Raider basketball starts this season tomorrow night. Exhibition game at Murphy Center. I uh, invite you to come out for that. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy seeing some new scoreboards in Murphy Center. That ought to be nice. Rick Ensel's got a, another good ball club coming back. Some experience, some new newcomers. Uh, most people anxious to see what's going on with them with that. Uh, Middle Tennessee football is in the midst of a 19-day uh, break. They, they do not play again this weekend. The next game will be uh, the following Saturday at New Mexico State. And then before coming home on uh, the 11th and the 18th for home games, uh, five and six uh, for the, the Raiders right now, two and six on the year. Uh, they've got to win four straight to, to salvage the season at all. And uh, I think it's possible, but New Mexico State is six and three. Uh, they're four and one in, in the league, let's just say it that way. Uh, so they've had a good year. I think they're six and two overall. So it's going to be a tough matchup for the team when they get to get that that taking place. World Series, uh, Texas and Arizona. Not expected to be the World Series people, but there they are, both winning in seven games this past week to get, get into the World Series. Of course, Atlanta Braves this morning, that, uh, that the, the local team covered by WGNS, not there. But uh, Texas-Arizona began – Tomorrow night with the World Series, and uh, it should be a good one. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Chris Eeks. Talk high school football on WGNF Radio, All Sports Talk. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. With cold and flu season here, nothing helps my family more than having the Demas's baked chicken and rice soup. It was a soup that was created by my grandmother, and we not only sell it by the cup, but we also sell it by the quart, by the half gallon, and by the gallon. So stop by anytime today and bring soup to your family that may be sick or a friend that's in sick, or just to enjoy it just because it tastes so good. Demas's Restaurant. Del Wamsley and the Wealth Cycle. This is the wealth cycle that I've taught for 30 years. Buy one house, 10 houses, an apartment, two apartments, 820, 500 units, 1,000 units, 2,000, 5,000 units. And as you keep putting the money and the profits back in, you become one of those rich people. And much quicker than you'd even believe. Learn Dell's Wealth Cycle at GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. Use promo code 2023. Save 60%. Code 2023. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com GiveMeTotalFreedom.com You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. 
but why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk on this Thursday. Glad to have Chris Eakes from Tennessee Prep Weekly join us to talk a little bit of high school football. Chris, good morning. Thanks for having me. Let's go through uh, the, the state as a whole, uh, Chris. The, the season uh, summary, I, I guess I should say, uh, weather's been terrific. Uh, uh, crowds have been good. Uh, just kind of give us a, a, an overview of, of football this year. I, you know, I think there's there's some new players this year. Uh, you know, literally, typically we have. Uh, you know, chalk, and it's very consistent. And then you have the Oaklands of the worlds and the Alcoas of the worlds and that sort of thing. But uh, there's been some new players uh, that joined the mix this year, and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to kind of call and talk about on a weekly basis on Prep Weekly. You know, it, you, you mentioned weather and how it's been good. And, you know, in, uh, in Upper East Tennessee, they've had, I don't know, three or four weeks of nothing but lightning storms and having to play games on Tuesdays and you know, typically that stuff we see in the, in the mid-state or we see out in West Tennessee, and they, they've had, you know, multiple weather events up there this year. And, uh, it's just kind of uh, uh, flipped a little bit. But I, I think overall um, uh, there's more a little bit more parity this year than, than we've seen in recent years, too. You know, it's um, it, obviously you have Oakland and, and you know what you're going to get there. But, you know, um, there are four or five other teams that, uh, that I think are, are you know, Real, have a real opportunity to ultimately make a state championship game in 6A, and uh, um, I think I think that parity has brought a lot of uh, a lot of uh, fun to the game, and, and uh, it, I'm looking forward to, to really what starts tonight. Uh, about half the regions, I think, uh, play games tonight across the state, and another half uh, tomorrow. I was talking to a, an actually a AA official uh, yesterday, and. You know, I had heard that the reason the split up was, was you know, to make sure you had enough uh, referees and umpires out there that could uh, call these games. And, you know, he said, I don't know that that's necessarily the case. I think this is to, you know, help with the brackets and getting things out there sooner and making sure that, you know, everything's cleaned up. So um, it's an interesting way to do it. And about half of the titles as well, Tim, uh, 27 of the roughly, what, 57, 58, what, somewhere in that range, uh, regions, 27 titles up. Uh, uh, for grabs this week, so um, uh, a lot of opportunity to uh, to see some good football uh, today and tomorrow. You mentioned uh, the the weather in East Tennessee. For those here in Middle Tennessee, the weather's been terrific. But you're just reminding me just how big this state is from one end to the from Memphis to Johnson City and, and Bristol. It's it's a long distance, isn't it? It is. It is. And uh, um, you know, for me, it, it, it's you know. It's great if you're in the NFL and you can cover, you know, 32 teams a week or if you're in college football and you cover 125, 130 teams, whatever that is now. But sure. for me, I've got to cover 300. And and so I'm very fortunate to get to talk to media members every week in these areas and interview them and, and have them on our show um, uh, to cover it. And, and, and you know, it's uh, there's a lot of teams to try to remember and, and think about and, you know, put into your formulas when you're, when you're doing your, you know, your polls that I put out every week and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, uh, it's it's important that I know about what's happening in Hampton and Cloudland and Greenville and, you know, that sort of thing. And it's also important that I know what's happening at Lausanne and North Point Christian and, uh, you know, uh, you know out, out of Mississippi who's in the TSSAA. So it really is a, it is a, a wide berth of, of schools for sure. Let's come local, Chris. Uh, in, in Division Two, 
PCA, Providence Christian Academy, a new player in, and uh, LeBron Ferguson has, has done a tremendous job getting that first-year program up and running and, and uh, playing well. They, they, you know, met a Middle Tennessee Christian school that has been a powerhouse for several years now this past week. But uh, th- those two schools, are, I think, are very intriguing. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you, and, and um, you know, for uh, for Providence Christian, uh, you know, a really great start. I, I agree. They've they played extremely well, and uh, to go four and five out of the gate, uh, and then they've got the Web School this week, a team that, uh, um, you know, that's, that's really struggled, quite frankly. Uh, a chance to go 500 in year one is, is, is really impressive. And, and you mentioned Middle Tennessee Christian as well. You know, I, you're right. They, they've been a, a really good team for the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. Before that, they, they, they struggled for many years to, to, to be competitive. But um, uh, really the, the, the game that kind of caught my attention with, with them was uh, uh, the game where they beat uh, Friendship Christian earlier in the year. Um, you know, that's, that, that's a team that I think had won at that point 17 in a row, defending state champion, and um, uh, beat them 16-14. Um, and so uh, I was really impressed by, by that. And they've been so consistent. Uh, really throughout the year. The only loss is a, is a close one to South Pitt, who's the number one team in 1A um, uh, in the state. So uh, yeah, Middle Tennessee Christian this year, really uh, one of the top three teams in my mind. I think Jackson Christian out of uh, out of uh, Jackson is probably the team to beat, but I have Middle Tennessee Christian as my number two team in the state, Division 2A, and uh, they've done a great job over there. And, and really, I think the, the one thing that um, – um, that they've improved the most over the years is, is their defense and, and the way they play defense right now. And um, I'm impressed with them. They've, they've certainly got a shot to win the state championship, I think. D1, uh, Chris, and, and 6A, Rutherford County now been split into really Regions 3 and Region 5, and which, which is, I think, for the Smyrnas and Laverne's and Stewart's Creek of the world, there's some advantage of that. Smyrna started – I think 0-3 and didn't score much in the first those first three games, but uh, have come on and they're going to be the, the region champs there and take the number one place in. And the real surprise there is Antioch. Uh, you talk about a school that, that's been the, the doormat for years and years and years. Uh, they've had a very good year. Oh, yeah. Now, the, the thing with, with Antioch, I, I would say it's been probably 15 years. It really, Kane Ridge came along and, and, and kind of blew up what Antioch was doing sure. back in the day. and. Um, you know, split up that student body and, and, and caused Antioch not to be what they were there for, for a good 10, 15 years, which is a, one of the better uh, football teams in the mid-state. Uh, and it's been a while. It's been a while since they've, they've, been, they've been that good. But you're right. You know, Smyrna starts 0-4, and, and you're thinking, well, this is, you know, an atypical Smyrna team. But when they got into region play, they've been lights out. Um, and, and, look, they played some really good games. I mean, Stewart's Creek, you know, that was a 19-18 game. And then last week, um, against the Antioch, they beat them by four. And so, um, but the fact is, they won them all. And that's what you got to do when it comes to region play. They're region champions, and they've got Kay Ridge this week, which uh, is a team that, 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 that's had its struggles, it's had its fall off this year. It, it, I guess it kind of makes sense a little bit. When Antioch's up, Kay Ridge is down. When Kay yeah. Ridge is up, Antioch's down. And that, that's kind of been the case. But um, sort of defensively is, is has just been you know excellent as of late. I know last week they gave up a 26 to Antioch, but um, prior to that they they had I think four or five straight weeks of 18 or less points. So sort of been impressive. And uh, you know it, the, the problem that, that Smyrna has is they're in that same side over over there with uh, um, you know Brentwood. And I think I think Brentwood is is a really good football team. I've got them in my top five, and that'll be a a tough out for Smyrna. And then, you know, you've got to play one of those three deadly teams out of, um, out of Memphis. I, I think Germantown, Collierville, and Houston are all really, really good. And so um, it, it's not an easy road on the western side this year at all. I, I think it's more competitive than the east side, <clears throat> even with Bradley Central and those guys. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I think the west is going to be a pretty pretty tough, you know, slog it out type of deal in six days. Smyrna's not that far removed, Chris, from being state champions a couple times in a row, and they're now on the western side. So the possibility of a Murfreesboro-Rutherford County state championship is is there. I, I don't see that probably happening this year, but uh, it, it could. Uh, in Region 3, Oakland Riverdale are set to do battle tomorrow night in the Battle of the Borough, which for, for, for the first time in, I think, several years, there, there's, there's people saying that Riverdale's got a real shot to win this thing. I think Riverdale has a chance to win. <clears throat> uh, I, I don't. I don't think they will, but I think they have a chance. And I think that's to, to your point, Tim. Hey, at least, at least, 
you know, we've got a chance to be in this game and, and, and pull this thing out at the end. The numbers say it's a 10 to 14 point game for Oakland, uh, but uh, in comparison to, to, you know, recent scores, that's way closer than it has been. And Riverdale's had a great year. I mean, you, you know, you look at their, their, their losses and who that was to. Um, that one-point loss to Henry County, you know, I've got Henry County as my number one 5A team in the state, so that, there's no shame in that. And then they had the loss to Germantown, who's my number two team in 6A right behind Oakland. So they've, have a, they've had a really great year, and um, uh, they're one of the better offensive teams uh, in the state in any classification, in my opinion. And uh, uh, you, you just look at, at what they put up and uh, week in and week out, <clears throat> I think they put up 40 points or more in the last, I don't know, five or six weeks, yeah. if I remember correctly. Um, so offensively, they've been very good. Defensively, they've been solid. And, and, and you know, there's that game against Blackman, they gave up, you know, 28. But uh, generally speaking, they've, they've been really solid defensively. I, you know, Tim, with, with Riverdale and Oakland, the, the, the thing that, that when it gets playoff time with me, for me, you know, it, it, Kevin always puts his foot on the gas a little bit right before playoff time. And, and you look what they did a week ago with Ravenwood, who's a good team. They're not a great team. They're a good team. <clears throat> but the ability to just kind of turn that, to hit that next gear, right, um, it always feels like right about this time. And I felt like he did that when he was at Trousdale County coaching them. Uh, Oakland hits the gas. And, and when they do, it, they, they are, it's, it's just like a different level. You know, and, and it feels like a little bit like we're, we're so used to them going through the season and just beating everybody and, and not talking it. We don't even talk about them hardly anymore until the playoffs because, you know, we just didn't come to expect that. But I, I, this Oakland team is, is, is really good. And I, th- this will be a tough matchup for Riverdale, I believe. But um, they do have a chance, especially with that offense. Let's mention the the thorn in the side. Always, uh, Maryville uh, started the season out really slow. Uh, came back with a big win over Alcoa last week. So, the the team that 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 Rutherford County's had to battle for years to, for the state championship possibility. How is that region over there? Well, let's let, let's let's start by saying this. Um, you're right about Maryville, right? So, I'm talking with Jesse Smithy of Five Star Preps. For he covers our, the Knoxville area, and we talk with him every week. And, and two weeks ago, <clears throat> we're talking about um, Maryville maybe not making the playoffs. Well, apparently they heard that because they went out and beat a very good Cleveland team. I mean, they're, Cleveland is really good this year, and beat the stew out of them, 34-7. And then go out and beat Alcoa a week ago. And you know how I was talking about <clears throat> hitting the gas? Well, yeah. that's exactly what's happened with Maryville. Um, uh, that region is is, is – is, Probably the best it's been maybe ever. <clears throat> there's a there's a good Farragut team that's not going to make the playoffs. Uh, and you look at their record, you think three and six. They're, not, they're a good football team. You go look at their scores. Um, and so that region is really good. And you look at Bradley Central, right? I mean, Bradley Central with Boo Carter. They've got tons of guys over there. They've got Bearden this week for the championship in the region. Uh, Bearden has been very, very good. Uh, this is maybe their best team I've seen in, in, in a number of years. They're only two losses are to Knox West and Alcoa. And, of course, West and Alcoa are both ranked, you know, Alcoa's number one in 3A and West is number, I think, three and 5A for me. Um, so that tells you how good Bearden is. I, I'm tempted, you, you know, at six and three, you may not believe this, but I'm still picking Maryville and, and Oakland to get to the semifinals again. I think Maryville has, they had injuries, especially their star running back early in the year. He's out for the year. And they've just matured and grown and matured and grown. And right now, to me, Maryville's playing at a, at a different level. Um, but this outcome of, of Bradley Central Beard in this week is going to be really interesting to see who wins that region title. Oakland's not lost a region game since Kevin Creasy has been coach, uh, I believe, since 2015. Maryville's streak is more amazing than that. The, the, the number of years in a row that they've made it at least to the quarterfinals or semifinals. What is that number, Chris? Do you have it off the top of your head? I don't have it off the top of my head, but it is ridiculous. It's uh, uh, it, it, it's it's such, to such a point that it's a foregone conclusion before the season starts. I mean, and I think everybody feels that way about it. They, they're they've just, and they've done it through you know two or three different coaches, which is also amazing too. It's not just one person that's been able to do that. So uh, it's the true definition of a program when it comes to uh, high school football in the state of Tennessee. I know, dear to your heart, Chris, is uh, the regions that uh, classifications like Eagleville. At 1A, that uh, 
just the community is just so involved with with what goes on. Eagles not had a great year, but uh, it looks like they've got a chance to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, no, hey, <clears throat> you know, I was on one A. That's what I played ball in, and and that's what I, I love to do. And you know, uh, I love to hear the score of Coldfield and Oliver Springs. So that tells you, you know, kind of yeah. how I feel about it and, and and where I'm at. You know, you're, you're right. Eagles has not had the year that they they would like to have. I mean, they've got a chance, obviously, this week against Cornersville to. Uh, you know, finish in that third spot if, if at all possible. Um, you know, and it looks like they're going to make the playoffs uh, most likely either way because they've got the tiebreaker with Richland. But um, uh, you know, that that Moore County team that they that's in that region with them is just, I mean, fantastic, Tim. Fantastic. They they, they have given up an average of nine points a game in the region mm. play. I mean, it just it's unreal. And 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 that they've given up like twelve a game. Uh, across all of their uh, all of their games in their entire season, so um, it, it's uh, they, they're playing in a region that that just it's kind of more County and everybody else. Collinwood, Cornersville, and Eagle are all kind of right there together, second, third, fourth. Um, uh, and, and and again, Eagle, you know, they, they, they've they've done a really nice job of, of building the program, and um, you know they're going to be competitive each year, and, and, and certainly a team that uh, that uh, I, I try to keep up with their scores on Friday nights for sure. Chris, in many ways, the playoffs began tonight. Uh, teams trying to jockey for position or get into the playoffs itself. And, of course, tomorrow night we'll finish it up and head through the Blue Cross Bowl in Chattanooga here in about, uh, what, five weeks or so. Uh, 30 seconds, Chris, to let, let, let you tell the folks how they can keep up with you and Tennessee Prep Weekly. Yep, they can uh, follow me uh, on Twitter at Chris Eakes, but prepweekly.com is the place to go. That's where all our content is put. And uh, we have our podcast that we put out there every week from our, our radio show. We do about two hours worth of the show. <clears throat> we record segments from all over the state of Tennessee. And uh, you're going to get really good in-depth information from the show about, uh, you know, local folks and from the local areas and players and teams and coaches. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to do, and we hope you all will uh, check us out. Chris, you might mention uh, your association with uh... – Murfreesboro Radio, you've you've had some uh, real contact here in WGNS and with MTSU. Yep, uh, obviously used to be uh, 27 years ago, I think it is now, Tim. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> Raiders basketball. Uh, when I was in college, I worked at GNS with all the guys there. So hello to everybody at the station and uh, all the folks that work there and all the folks in Murfreesboro. It's, uh, it's where I got my start and, and where all, my heart will always be. All right, Chris, appreciate your time. And I uh, hope people will listen in Tennessee Prep Weekly and let's let's have a great playoff. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, and uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. All right, Tennessee's Prep Weekly. Chris Eakes is with us to talk uh, high school football. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Chip Walters will have our Blue Raider Inside Report on All Sports Talk. It's Commander Chuck, and it's Every my Every team goal. knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850, and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Good afternoon. They got that right to the side on 65 northbound before you get up to Vietnam. That's it's still heavy in through uh, Madison right now. Passing OHB as you continue north of the city. It's uh, pretty heavy over here on 40 eastbound. At Fessler's, it's still a little bit slow out in Wilson County on 40 east where it connects with 840. Uh, again, just outside of Lebanon. Still a lot of traffic volume right now on 65. It looks like it's southbound there. Uh, starting to slow down pretty good down in the Spring Hill through that section of Williamson County. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all locations. Check out that awesome menu right now at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up brew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. 
Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, REI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at Rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is the eve of the opener for Blue Raider women's basketball as the Lady Raiders take on UT Southern in an exhibition tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Had a chance to sit down with Coach Rick Ensel and talk about this group that he's got coming back that's picked to win Conference USA. Welcome into the roundtable for this win. Your ball club picked number one with all first place votes preseason in Conference USA. And that is an expectation that uh, you, your team, your coaches, and the fans have come to expect. And it's something that, that you wear comfortably, don't you? We do. I mean, you know, being facetious, I'd rather be picked first than being picked on down the line last, you know. So, a lot of people say, well, that puts pressure on your team, and that's what we want. We want pressure on our basketball team from the get-go. We put enough pressure on ourselves because we are we know that we're not in a, a Power 5 conference where you can maybe play some big games later in the year to up your net ranking. And what we got to do is we got we got to up our net ranking as high as we can get it before we ever start into conference play. So when we go in to play Memphis and when we go in to play Princeton and, and then we go to the Bahamas, we're – we're going in with uh, serious business. We're not going in there just to have a good time. We're going in knowing that we've got a great chance to pull off a big win and which will later on hopefully help us get in that large bid just in case that maybe somebody goes down with an ankle or, or maybe we don't have a good game that day and get beat in a tournament or something. And we still got a chance to get in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and, and you've never shot away from a schedule and opening up at home with Memphis and getting a series going there. I think you're a little familiar with their new head coach. Uh, and then you get into the Bahamas, and there's a lot of opportunities uh, with uh, Power 5 programs, Michigan, DePaul, South Dakota, Arizona, uh, Ole Miss, or you could even play Memphis again in that event, but a lot of chances to up your net ranking in that event. No doubt about it, uh, Chip. I don't know that uh, Alex going into Memphis would have played us. I'll just be honest with you. We had a we had a schedule we had a schedule going already with Katrina Merriweather and uh, Matt, Katrina, and Tom, and myself, and her dad are all close friends. And so when she got the job down there, she signed the a two-year contract with us. And of course, we went down and played them last year, and they had to come back. I'm not sure that Alex would have wanted to come in and play the Lady Raiders' first game of her season at, at Memphis. Well, it, it, it's going to happen, but I'm sure she'll get uh, she'll have a lot of friendly folks around her when uh, she and her Memphis club uh, come into town. Of course, the December 6th matchup in Huntsville, Alabama with Tennessee has gained a lot of headlines. Kind of give folks an idea how this came about. Well, Matt's been talking to John Harper for the last two or three years, and, and you got to Tennessee is one of those schools where their schedule, much like ours is. I mean, Matt's already started on schedule three years down the road, and Tennessee's got one of those situations where their schedule is three, four years down the road. So that was it was pretty well packed, and we couldn't get a game worked out for the last couple of years, and I think him and Matt and 
John Harper and Hodge were all at the Final Four, and they were talking about different things and talking about scheduling. And at that point, um, John said they wanted to work something out. And so when they got back, I think Stanford maybe canceled them and maybe somebody else, Matt, called them and uh, laid out a deal for them and said, hey, we'd like to open up with you and uh, we'd like to play y'all in the Huntsville in a neutral site, which and Chris had said something to Matt about getting a team to play down in Huntsville. And so that's all that's how that came about. Now we signed a four year contract with them. Play them in Huntsville, go back to, to Knoxville next year, then they come back to Murphy Center the year after, and then we go back to Knoxville with the chance for that to for that to roll over another four years. So it's because of the relationships that, that John Harper and Matt had is the reason it come about. That's it for today. We'll see you at Murphy Center tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk on uh, WGNS Radio. Matthew Gillespie, Associate Assistant Executive Director with TWSAA. I never get that right, Matthew, but the good old Murfreesboro boy joins us uh, to talk some, some TWSAA stuff. Welcome in. Thanks for having me, Tim. Always good to join you. As I mentioned, uh, a Murfreesboro guy, your school, uh, Oakland, uh, playing the Battle of the Borough tomorrow night. Uh, any thoughts about that? Well, it's, uh, I mean, I guess it's not too unusual uh, to see Oakland doing what they're doing as they have in recent years, and Riverdale's uh, right back up there with them. I think it's, uh, a lot of people are obviously looking at the standings. It's a much more meaningful game than it has been in the past. It's, you know, winner gets first place in the region. So it's uh, a true battle of the borough, and uh, it'll be a lot of excitement, and I bet that place will be packed, that's for sure. When we think of TWSAA, Matthew, it's easy for people to hone in on football and basketball, the schools, the sports that have the majority of the eyeballs, I guess. But fall sports are tremendous here in the state, and they are finishing up. Kind of overview what's taking place this fall with our high school sports. Yeah, it's it's a busy time of year for us. It started uh, with our golf state championships uh, a few weeks ago at the Sevierville Country Club. It's our third year in a row. 
of hosting you up there. I think uh, anybody who's been up there knows um, how beautiful that course is, and uh, it's a you know great location. Maybe not specifically for West Tennessee folks as far as the drive, but but uh, location-wise, I mean it's a good destination for people to spend a little extra time. Falls in a lot of people's fall breaks, but. Uh, with golf, like any of our outdoor sports, good weather means a good tournament, and we had great weather, so we've been blessed with that the past couple of years. But uh, and then right after golf, we went straight into state volleyball tournaments, and we're in the middle of girls soccer state tournaments this week. But but yeah, it was uh, exciting. I had all the state volleyball tournaments in Murfreesboro, and uh, again with golf, uh, we had uh, some. <laughs> there's some unbelievable golf talent in the state, and it's uh, you, you, we've seen uh, repeat winners and record set there's a young man by the name of blades brown from brentwood academy he's a sophomore and just won his third straight title he won his first one as an eighth grader uh so you could argue he's on pace to win five which has never occurred we've never had a boy win more than three so he's already tied that with two years to go he tied the state tournament record for a two-day total with 130 shot us 64 and a 66 in two Whoa. days and anybody who knows golf that's for 18 it. holes are we talking about Say that again, I'm sorry. I said, is, is that for 18 holes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I mean, it, uh, he he's unbelievable. It's, it's Yeah, he is. To, to do what he's done, and, and I'd be shocked if we don't see him uh, playing uh, professionally at a very young age. So, it's, uh, you know, I've got a couple more years to go in high school, and then uh, who knows what he'll do after that. But uh, he's, he's a name to keep an eye on. And had a lot of local uh, team, PCA, uh, won the girls' title in Division Two Class A, and uh, Webb School had uh, great performance. So it's uh, it's it was an exciting golf tournament. And then we had uh, great volleyball, and then again we're right in the in the thick of things with the soccer tournament right now, and we'll be in football playoffs starting next week. So it's a, it's a busy time of year for us for sure. You dare not use the word minor sports around those folks, should you? No, no, those, those championships mean as much to those folks. I mean that's their. They're, they're pinnacle. That's what they're shooting for all year, just like football teams are trying to get to the Blue Cross Bowl. Uh, getting to the state golf tournament in Sevierville is, is the same goal for a lot of a lot of golfers. And then we're in Chattanooga with, with soccer. So, I mean, this is – and we try to make those events as special as as Blue Cross Bowl or state basketball tournament because it, it, that's, that's what they're shooting for and gunning for. And you want it to be a special event for the student-athletes. And, and those who get there, uh, I mean, it's uh, they, they know what it means to get there and – and obviously compete well, and uh, it's uh, hopefully a good experience for all of them. Since you've got those things taken care of, Matthew, uh, I got to assume that the officiating situation is at least uh, doable uh, for for sports. Uh, kind of update that because it's been on the news a good bit the last two or three years of the shortage of, of officials. Yeah, and, and it's been good for us that it's been on the news. I think it brings a lot of attention to that issue uh, that, that we're facing that problem, and and it's one that'll, you know, you're always striving to get more officials, and the more officials you have, the more you can keep longer, the longer they can be trained, the more experience they can have, the better they get. Uh, so, you know, people complain about officials all the time, and that goes back from the invention of sports and having officials, so that's nothing new. But, um, you know, a lot of times we just don't have many that are very seasoned, and they either don't stick around for a long time for a myriad of reasons, uh, and then you've got uh, people who've done it for multiple decades, and eventually their time runs out, and their time—you uh, know—it's time for them to hang up the whistle uh, when they decide to do so, and then they've got to be replaced. So it's it's something that we're always trying to do is recruit more officials, but uh, we are on a better footing in regards to you know not having as many games, not being able to fill them with officials. If you don't have officials, you can't have a contest. So uh, that was an issue we were facing. Uh, in dire straits with with a couple sports here in the past year or two, and I think it's uh, certainly improved. Uh, it's uh, obviously, like I said, not exactly where we want it to be. We're always striving to get more. So anybody who's interested uh, in doing that, and we try to recruit at a young age, and then try to get those people involved. Uh, even we can get high school students doing doing some middle school events, doing middle school JV things, get them started, things like that. So uh, we're always looking for more officials, but, but it has gotten better. And, and I think bringing a lot of attention to it has certainly uh, helped that situation. It's a good point to also interject uh, for fans to, to understand what the officials are facing and so forth. Uh, 
and try to be good sports about the thing. Everybody wants to win, and, and, and there's going to be human error involved. There's going to be some calls that get made that are, that are not accurate, and, and it's pretty obvious to, to those of us in the stands, and sometimes it's not so obvious because we were looking through it with our heart instead of our eyes. But uh, just, just remind everyone that, that, that how important it is to have good sportsmanship, especially as it relates to umpires. Yeah, that, that's something that, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, with students, coaches, fans, uh, something we try to promote and encourage is good sportsmanship throughout the event. It makes it a more enjoyable event for everybody. But, uh, you know, and, and I think any of us who is a fan has been guilty of, of hollering about a missed call or something like that, including myself. I mean, watching my kids' stuff, you, you get frustrated sometimes. But, uh, you know, it's, it is important to, to keep it on an even keel and, and I've seen so many times I've been in an event and you, you see a parent yell something and you can see the look on their child's face yeah. when they look up and it's just embarrassing for them when they, they know that everybody knows it's their parent yelling at them or yelling at the official or whatever. So keep the kids in mind when, when, when you're saying something or screaming something. And, and the officials, they're doing their best. I mean, it's not, and they're not out there intentionally missing calls. I mean, it's... Stuff's going to happen. It's a harder job than anybody can imagine. I always, you know, you, you always hear that thing, uh, people saying, well, if, you know, if you know better than I do, why don't you come out here and try it? Uh, it's, it's not as easy as it looks, that's for sure. So, yeah, it's, uh, and it can be discouraging to officials. And the level unfortunate has gotten to in some instances has driven a lot of those officials away. Some of them are saying, look, it's not worth it. I'm not going to put up with this. Uh, any longer, and, and that's why we have seen some of them drop off, and, which has led to some of the uh, the need to, to trying to get more for some of the sports. So, yeah, sportsmanship uh, at the events is something we continue to strive to try to educate and encourage people to follow. Most times people have the experiences you've had and I've had uh, of officiating or being around it, uh, the, the problems that it caused, puts a different – uh, viewpoint to, to what's going on. I've always been of the opinion everybody should have to referee two or three ball games, and they they probably would look at it a lot differently from the stands. Let, let's let's move on to football. Headed to Chattanooga for the what fourth year? I guess it is in Finley Stadium. Is that right? I believe that uh, actually I think it's our third year now. Okay, uh, I believe so it'd be year three. So yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's been we're heading back to Chattanooga, Finley Stadium. Uh, anybody who's been there knows it's a great facility. Uh, Chattanooga, good location. So, uh, yeah, we're excited. The people at Chattanooga Sports Committee do an outstanding job, and it's a huge undertaking when you get all those teams in and and all the fans. I mean, everything from parking to concessions to uh, you know people that work with the teams, and and it's just a big operation. So it's a uh, it's a it's a lot to do, a lot of pre- to prepare for, but it's a great three day event. It is. Uh, it's uh, very well run, and, and, and football championships are exciting. And then they'll be here that first weekend in November. TSSAA provides December, uh, I said November, December, correct. TSSAA provides several ways to uh, keep up with the, the sports. The TSSAA Sports, I think, is a tremendous website. For, excuse me, email, yeah, website for people to keep up with scores and, and brackets and whatever. And, and, of course, there's always there's, there are ways now for people to literally view the, the game from their home. Yeah, uh, our our connection, our uh, uh, relationship with the NFHS network has continued to grow and expand, and uh, about half of our schools have uh, NFHS network cameras uh, to where fans who can't make it or it's grandparent who's you know a state or two away or whatever it may be, uh, they can have a subscription and watch not only their games but any game on the network, and we put a list of those for for the football each week uh, out there and. You know, there's anywhere from, you know, 70 to 100 games every week on the network. And and that'll be, you know, the case with obviously when you get fewer games during the playoffs, those numbers won't be quite there. But uh, but a lot of playoff games will be on there. And, of course, all of our uh, championship finals will be on the network as well as statewide TV network as well. But, like, uh, for instance, we've gotten, uh, you know, live coverage of our state soccer tournament, all, all three uh, venues that we're using have uh, network cameras on them and we'll have a full broadcast with commentators for the championship finals as well. So, uh, yeah, com. that's a place to go to find anything with scores and links to live video and live stats and everything we try to provide uh, for the fans that, that can't be there, just want a little extra info, It's uh, that's a place to go for sure. Matthew, in a couple of minutes we've got left, uh, maybe go through some some new, new things or uh... – Changes that TWSW 
a is made as far as rules are concerned or process or anything of, of any great note that you'd like to discuss? Yeah, I think the, the the biggest one, I think a lot of people have taken notes of, going back to the sportsmanship, is uh, our, our legislative council passed a rule to where if, if a fan is ejected for, from an event, uh, that the school is fined $250. And a lot of people kind of raise their eyebrows and say, whoa, that's a little little harsh, a little steep, you know. And But what I think you've seen, what we've seen in most cases, is the school turns around and implements that to the fan, uh, saying if you can't behave yourself, if you want to come back in, you're going to pay this fine. Uh, and hopefully that will have an effect on people in, in regards to their behavior at events to where they know this is serious uh, and that those fines are there and uh, and we have situations where, you know, and people are like, well, that's not my fan. Well, we'll look at that. We'll we'll get that info. And we've had many instances where somebody's ejected and um, and and we get reports from the school saying, look, that's just somebody walked in. We don't know who they are, you know, or they're with the other team. And then we turn around and put the the fine on the other school and things like that. So, um, you know, schools uh, are being held to, uh, to being held accountable, but more so the fans are. Uh, from that perspective, but when uh, regards to other rule changes, we've got uh, a pretty big docket uh, for our regional meetings, which is part of the process of rule changes. Anytime a school submits a rule change, uh, one, they go on the regional agenda, and we go to East Tennessee, Middle, and West uh, here in a week or two and meet with all the school administrators and, and discuss those proposals and get their feedback, and we provide that feedback to the Legislative Council, and they will meet in December and then meet again in March to discuss any of those proposals, whether it's an addition uh, of a sport or a calendar change or, uh, you know, a rule change in general, uh, that's part of the process. And it's uh, more proposals than we've seen in uh, quite a while, so it'll be a lengthy agenda, but that's part of it. That's, uh, that's, that's the beauty of how that process works and how these schools govern themselves and write their own rules. Looking forward, uh, Matthew, uh, Murphy Center once again will be the site of the TWSAA state championships for girls and boys basketball in Division One, and then Spring Fling coming up. Uh, it's been a tremendous boost for Rutherford County, and, and I know TWSAA has had a great experience here. Well, it's just a great relationship we've got with Murfreesboro and MTSU and the Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce. And uh, you, you look at those events and, and how long they've been in Murfreesboro, that that says enough in itself, I think, in, in the longevity of, of our stay here. And it's uh, just a great relationship, and they do an outstanding job. And, again, kind of going back to what we talked with the Blue Cross Bowl, those events are huge undertakings, uh, not just from our staff. And uh, our staff is one small part of it. It's a, it's a bigger undertaking for the host sites and the host community and, and the, the volunteers they have to round up for, for events like that. So it's um, yeah, we're we're happy to to still be be there for both those events, and uh, those are that's uh, we got three straight weeks of basketball tournaments in March, and we'll do Division Two in Cookville at Tennessee Tech, and then and then looking at spring play, of course, two weeks of uh, uh, girls and boys Division One in Murfreesboro at Murphy Center, and then you know, we get spring playing. It'll be here before we know it, and uh, we'll have a full week here in Murfreesboro and all of Rutherford County. So it's a it's a huge uh, – Springfield's our biggest event of the year. It, it's maybe only one week compared to two or three weeks of basketball, but with the number of athletes, the number of teams and fans that come in, it's an enormous event. So it's uh, – it's uh, we always look forward to it, and certainly glad to be back in Murfreesboro, that's for sure. We could spend hours and hours, Matthew, but our time is up for now. Uh, we'll get you back on here before long, and uh, congratulations on what's taking place this fall with the, the sports and, the, and wishing all uh, a, a great football playoff. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, Tim. Always good to be on with you. All right, Matthew Gillespie from TWSAA, the Assistant Executive Director with the TWSAA group that governs high school football in the state. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up here on All Sports Talk. This is Pastor Nikki Ajapong, the lead pastor of Holy Hill Chapel in Murfreesboro. Here are sermons on WGNS every Sunday night at 7.30. Our congregation is made up of a variety of nationalities. Visit Holy Hill Chapel 
tn.org to hear our podcast. Good afternoon. You got that right to the side on 65 northbound before you get up to Vietnam Vets. It's still heavy into uh, Madison right now, passing OHB as you continue north of the city. It's uh, pretty heavy over here on 40 eastbound. At Fessler's, it's still a little bit slow out in Wilson County on 40 east where it connects with 840. Uh, again, just outside of Lebanon. Still a lot of traffic volume right now on 65. It looks like it's southbound there. Uh, starting to slow down pretty good down in the Spring Hill through that section of Williamson County. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all locations. Check out that awesome menu right now at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All, All Sports Talk here on WGNS Radio. Thanks to Matthew Gillespie as well as Chris Eakes for their input on today's show uh always chip walters did a great job with the blue raider inside report a busy weekend high school football uh basketball world series cash potato saturday and sunday the, the titans play at home is trying to find some way to get uh, over the kevin byer trade and and uh be interesting to see see how the fans react and if the titans can bounce back they're two and four if they're going to make any kind of move, they got to start this weekend. And uh, the Falcons of Atlanta come in 4-3, uh, a, a beatable team, but a, a good team. So we'll just have to see how all that goes. We appreciate you listening to All Sports Talk today. Monty will be back in tomorrow. We're All Sports Talk right here on WGNS Radio. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.